Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and we just wanted to thank you so much for tuning in to Parlay in the Basement. Uh, next week, we will have a regularly scheduled Port Keycast episode. We will not be hosting Parlay in the Basement on this channel. You can search Parlay in the Basement um, on any of your normal listening apps, or you can find us on on YouTube on Parlay in the Basement. We are live streaming every single one of those episodes. Um, so yeah, just go check it out. Give us a listen. And we will have you back to Port Key cast next week. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> it's just recording. <laughs> it's a parlay in the basement. Let's go. Hey, everybody. My name is Jonathan. I'm Alicia. And welcome to Parlay in the Basement. Uh, this is the very first episode. If you're coming to us from the Port Key cast, welcome. We hope we do not disappoint you. If you are not from the Port Key cast, how the hell did you find out about us? Right. Because right, I mean, we, you know, hopefully, hopefully you like what we have to say, and hopefully you enjoy um, our podcast. So basically, uh, the premise of this podcast is nothing. We don't have like a structure. We don't really have a plan. All right, we're just kind of winging it. Like, if you if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience, it is not at all as good as that. Wow, <laughs> just That's think, a bar high. Yeah, just think of it like we are talking to each other because we're friends about things that we talk about normally, except everyone else gets to hear it, which is scary. Now, I do want to point out that the only thing we are probably experts in is cheerleading. Yes. So we might talk about cheer. And we're sorry that we, we have to put you through that torture. We might not. A lot of people don't understand that. No, it comes up almost every time we have any conversation just because that's what we, that's our our first mutual bond. Do not look at yourself on the camera. I think it's weird that you're like just we're just looking at each other. See, yeah, I have a thing a with like the side of my nose. I don't like that. Oh well, that's we're why I'm not trying to like. We're having a conversation here. We are having a conversation. And they can hear us. Yeah, they're gonna hear our comment. <laughs> they can see us. You're the one who wanted to live stream this. Yeah, but I don't like the side of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, at some point, maybe we'll get like a little couch or something here, and then we can face that. And, and do it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so um, basically, this very first episode, we're just going to kind of wing it, and within time, we're, we will um, be a little bit more structured on, like, um, maybe we'll have, like, some st- segments, and maybe we'll have, like... Um, maybe we'll have an actual plan going into this. Well, I know that you have a topic that you'd like to talk about, and I'll go off that topic. Um, I will start, though, because my topic probably won't take up nearly as much time. I'm only going to talk about the topic that I know about, and it is um, currently what's on my mind. And it's the fact that Newfound Glory is coming out with a new album. If you are a Newfound Glory fan, you should be excited. If you're not a Newfound Glory fan, what are you doing with your life? Uh, if you don't know who Newfound Glory is, they are basically one of the originators of pop punk. If you don't know what pop punk is, it's like Blink-182 or Good Charlotte or Old Fallout Boy. That's all pop punk. Um... I don't know why they didn't get as big. I mean, they're huge, but they never got the mainstream meet like like mainstream love that like a, a Fall Out Boy or a Good Charlotte type of band did. Um, they're more like P 
people who are from like the originator, like the original lovers of pop punk, they like them. Like Blink One Eight Two took them on tour. They were headliners of the Warp Tour. If you, I don't know if you know what the Warp Tour is, but they were they were headliners of the Warp Tour like ten times. I know what the Warp Tour is, but I've never been there because I was very not into yeah all of that. And honestly, like I don't know one single song by Newfound Glory. That's okay. I can maybe show you. if you like told me what they were then. But um, I'm really bad at that to begin with. Like, you probably won't know any of the like you know my friends over you. Head on collision. I mean, it's okay. I don't expect you to know. But their new album's coming out, and they have um, this. I feel like is they were popular in like 2007. I mean, people you would know. Yeah, they were around then. I, don't, I was like, their their heyday was probably like 2004, 2003. It was like when they were biggest popularity amongst the country. Um, I guess that makes sense. They're um, still they're still going strong though. I think everything happened in 2007. So like, if you yeah. tell me anything, I'm like, yeah, that was 2007. Yeah, I mean, 2007 was a good year from what I remember. It was right before the crash, and everything was everyone had money and everyone was happy. And Barack <laughs> was president. Was Barack president then? I don't know. I think he was. Now, see, no. now I need to now I need to know. No. Was Bush still in office? Yes. I don't know. Oh, Obama. 2012, 2012, 2016. Yes, it was still Bush. He was president from 2000. Um, and also, I am 2009 look, to 2017. I am going to look this way a lot because I'm so used to watching the bar for the recording. Oh yeah. So yes, I am going to look over that way. It's fine. Um, so their album's coming out. Uh, they released their first single off the album, "Power of Love." The album is called "From Your Screen to Your Stereo 3. and the premise of the album is: Well, you heard the one song. Yeah, I know it's a cover, but it was good. The the guy has a good voice, and they mm -hmm. play well. Um, but my whole thing is that that's a cover. Yeah. So you haven't heard like, that. I, I like covers, but it doesn't do you, anything for the the band itself yes. for me. Um, the premise is they take popular songs from um, from movies that they love, and they cover them in a pop punk way. So pop punk is more like. Um, it's less angry, like pop, pop, uh, punk rock is considered angry. It's kind of heavy, like a, like a, like a heavier, like distortion to the guitars, but they they tend to be happier chords and happier lyrics, you know, about love and stuff like that. Um, I'm so happy. Yeah. Love is, love is happy. Um, a band, uh, uh, anyway, the, the video for power of love, uh, was really good. It was since power of love is from back to the future and, um, which is a great song. It is. That's the yes. power of love. Yes. Um, we referenced the song in Porky Cast, so this is did. obviously uh, a, f a favorite of ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it made me. What, the reason why I wanted to talk about this wasn't because of Newfound Glory as much as I could talk about Newfound Glory. I don't know. I don't know everything about them or anything like that by any means necessary. But I, I went to like their third or second show ever uh, when they were first starting out because my brother took me to to the show. Um, but the oh reason God, I'm so stupid, huh? <laughs> I'm like sitting here. This, this is my life in general. I'm like looking at this and looking at this. I'm like, why is his so far apart and mine isn't? I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> I just, it's because mine sounds so low, and when you bring it up, it separates. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> but I was like trying to figure it out. That's why I was like playing with this and like looking at that. Yeah, I was looking at you. What are you doing? <laughs> so, well, I'm just going to have to take apart the set then if you're not, if you're going to be distracted by the fairy lights. I'm not distracted by the fairy lights. I was looking at the gap in this. And <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm distracted by everything in life. So, what made me actually want to talk about this was Huey Lewis in the news, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I know a few of their songs 
but I wasn't really like a big fan of those. Like I know Hit to Be Square and Power of Love and um, Back in Time, you know, songs that were they're 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 pretty popular, right? Mm-hmm. But it always reminds me of American Psycho. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, it's a great movie. Um, and in it, the the Christian Bale's character, right? Jason, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Bateman, maybe? I think it's Jason Bateman. I'm a, no, Jason Bateman's a person. Jason Bateman is definitely a person. He um, was... Where's my cellular device? Did you leave it upstairs? It's in my my pocket. Oh. Um, my my uh, friend just actually uh, commented on my thing. Oh, Patrick Bateman. There it is, Patrick Bateman. So the, the killer, Patrick Bateman, he's a serial killer. And um, he likes to kill people to... Well, I don't know if he likes to, but he kills people to Huey Lewis in the news. He likes to. And I'm he, assuming he likes to if that's like a regular well, thing. Well, in the, in the one part... It's like he, his serial killer trait, like... Well, in the one part, he goes really into detail about how he, why he thinks that Huey Lewis in the news um, is so underrated and how this one album is really... Well... Anyway, whatever. It's it's he likes Huey Lewis in the news, and it always makes me think of that. And so, I kind of want to give them a real a real shot, right? Like mm-hmm. like a real 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 shot. I want to listen to them. I want to listen to their greatest hits, and then go into the deep dives, and then step back and be like, Are they a great American band, or are they overrated? I don't know. It's something I have to do. I'll come back to you all with that. Um, Jonathan really wanted to do a section of this where we like recommended songs. So this is probably going to be a regular thing where he like picks out a song or an album that's coming out and like y'all don't want to listen to what I listen to. I already know. Well, most of the stuff I'm going to say is going to be something that's old probably. Like I would say if someone right now was like, hey, um, recommend a song to me right now. I'll probably say something like... Um, I don't like... Bobby Card- Caldwell... Um, what you won't do? Yeah, uh, don't want to listen to what I listen to. I listen to almost strictly right now Ariana Grande, which I know like that's a, a topic that most people are like really for or really against. There's not really like a middle ground. I'm whatever about her. Right as of right now, she's she's very um, successful. Of course, but that's not what I'm saying. Like right now, I feel like she is underappreciated in her time. Right now, mm-hmm. I think you know she's popular amongst kids, which is how it's, how it, how it should be. But it's not like it's it's like when you go back and listen to like music from the 70s and you really break down the nuance of some of the things they're doing. Like man, this is so underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I think Ariana Grande, as she gets older and matures and she steps back from the limelight a little bit and just lets her music speak for itself, mm-hmm. you're gonna see her go down as one of the greatest voices to ever live. Yeah, she's. I mean, her last two albums have been great. So. so I think that also like these younger artists is like when you look at like, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber actually is a very good singer. Well, I feel like that's the issue is that she like came in with like a as younger. So all of her music was younger. So now she has these fans that are younger and her music is progressing with her age. So as now her music. Yeah. But now her music is like not even borderline inappropriate for kids. Like it's just straight up inappropriate for kids. Like some of the stuff that she says, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that around my family. So like well that's the other thing that's gonna so like my little too. cousin who went to her last tour yeah like I don't want her going to this tour I'm going to this tour I'm going to the show in Nashville but like I wouldn't want my 13 year old cousin going to the tour and singing about I don't even, like I don't even feel comfortable well that's it. G- that's gonna progress too because you gotta look I think Miley Cyrus is a great case in this yeah where she went from Hannah Montana to to raunchy Miley Cyrus and look at her now like look at her now like she's so she's very but she's very put together now but she was like that in between and I blame 100% her mental breakdown on 
you know, that one guy that makes you crazy. Yeah. She had her breakup. She had her crazy face. And she was the person that was lucky enough to get the, the guy that made the crazy face happen. Because yeah. usually that doesn't happen. But she definitely, um, she's definitely matured, you know, and she's definitely, her music shows and her and her singing shows. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she's back to... To, and that's gonna happen with Erin Grande, right? She went. She went from. She was young, so she made music for the, for her own demographic age, as she mm-hmm. should. Now she's making music to say, "I'm a woman. Look at me as a woman. I am a sex symbol. Look at me as a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. I these are. I am no longer a child." Yeah. So she's making that music. Then when she hits like 27, 28, 29, 30, you're gonna see much more like. Uh, well, I would hope because I think that if she if she has good songwriters. I know she doesn't write her music, but I, I do know that she. In an interview one time, she said that she, um, she all she has to have approved. She approves all songs. She assists in writing her yeah. music in the last two albums. Yeah, she has like she basically. S- I know for a couple of songs, she wrote about basically like anxiety and depression, which yeah. is part of the reason I got into the last album because I was like, wow, you're not talking about like, uh, in her last album, like what was it like side to side? Yeah, Nicki Minaj, and I was like, eh, that's stuff that you definitely talk about in the beginning of college, like, yeah. uh. But as far as like the anxiety depression part, they basically sat her down in the room and she started having an anxiety attack and they were like, write down exactly what you're feeling. And they turned it into a song and that's... But that's what, that's I think that you're going to see that you're going to get a lot more, just like with any artist who goes like, you know, like I said, like Miley Cyrus is a great current example. Michael Jackson's another good example. Mm -hmm. You go from Jackson 5 to, to, he went on his own, like little Michael took a break came back as as teenage michael and did you know you know don't stop to get enough and then actually you know you have thriller and beat it and then you know man in the mirror and then um remember the time like you know it just it's like he you can really see you can if when you get a a, a good artist who has um a good longevity in the industry right you can really watch them mature within mm-hmm. their music and like people like, like i said like uh, Miley Cyrus and Michael Jackson are great examples of that of what you're talking. We I mean, went from singing about you know uh, nursery rhyme, Rock and Robin, mm-hmm. you know, to singing Remember the Time when he's talking about a love that he lost and you know he's like, Do you remember these good times that we had? You know, mm-hmm. those are you know talking about change. You know, a man in the mirror. And Michael wrote his own. There's actually a funny um, when they were doing Thriller, uh, <laughs> Quincy Jones told Michael that he needed a song for the white people. Right, mm-hmm. and so he went back and wrote "Beat It" because it's all it's got like uh, uh, guitars and it's all kind of mm-hmm. rocky, right? And one night, and came back, and he was like, "All right, I got it." What were you gonna say about Thriller? Because okay, Thriller is one of those like memories I have as a kid, like when the music video would come on, and honestly, it scared the shit out of me, and I was scared of thriller? that song. It scared me. I well, was like, I, I was really talking about the album Thriller. I'm not talking about Thriller. The, oh, no, the, I was the, talk- the, I'm talking about the, the well, actual I can- song. Well, let me tell you something about the song Thriller. Okay, the song Thriller, the music video, it honest to God, it scared me. Well, he wanted to take. Well, he wanted to make it like a movie. He was like, "We'll make like we wanted to make a whole like thing." It was like 20, 30 minutes long. The 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 thing was the music video. Mm-hmm. But the thing about um, Thriller is the song itself. It's actually the most the 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 best mastered right and when we say mastering is when mastering is at the end of the mix like what you you've recorded all your vocals drums guitars whatever you've mixed it all together mastering is gives it the final glued together sound Mm -hmm. right um it is considered one of the one of the greatest mastered songs in 
modern music history and um or at least in recording recorded music history um and they actually did it many times i don't know the exact number i remember when i saw the documentary right they said the exact number but um they actually went back to the very first take they did it many many different times okay pull the pull the guitars up here bring the bring that bass kick here uh you know my voice is a little hidden pull it out a little bit uh bring down this you know to change another frequencies and everything to try to make it sound super crystal clear and this is like what the 80s right they don't have half the technology we have now mm-hmm. like to do what i do with this little bit amount of stuff was impossible like, yeah. back then right um y'all can't see his little bit of yeah, stuff but, but it's, it's literally like just well, there's stuff under the table and stuff. You can't, yeah, you but I see. mean, like, it's still... It's not, it's not, you know, you go into some studios and it's just wall racks of yeah. of equipment. You but have, like, one, like... One little thing, yeah. And I have a little keyboard right here. That's all you need. That's all you need nowadays, but back then, you couldn't do anything with this. But they, um, they went back to the very first take. Like, Michael was like, let me hear that first take again. And he was like, that's perfect. And they sent it off and... To this day, like a lot of people who master music for a living consider that one of the greatestly mastered songs uh, ever. So, I mean, that's little music history for you. I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff, but Jonathan's always into that stuff. Yeah, music, music, and film. It's what it's what. Uh, Jonathan interests me. A lot of Jonathan's topics are going to be like no song he's into. It's gonna it'll it'll dive pretty deep because almost every time that we have a talk. You bring up some form of music. Uh, for a while, it was K-pop, and we're hoping that he's passed. Yeah, we'll bring some. K- well, well, hold on. We'll bring some K-pop back real quick if you want me to. John, okay. First of all, this band that I still listen to K-pop every day, so don't, don't even play. Okay, so this band that Jonathan listens to was literally on J14, like the cover of J14 magazine, which I didn't even know still existed because when I was BTS. like. Uh, the boy group or the girl the group? The boy group. BTS. Yes. And they look like an Asian version of the like Backstreet Boys. Yep. And they got like the bowl cuts and everything. And um, yep. first of all, I didn't know that J14 still existed because that was a magazine that I had when I was like 12 and 13. And they still have the rip out posters. Did you rip like, one out for me? No. Oh, I, I could have put it up right there. Oh my God. It's so embarrassing. Okay. Little, little, I just wanted to make fun of you because, because the the that you like was see, on the cover. It's only making fun of if someone gets embarrassed by it, but I'm not I'm not embarrassed by it. All you're doing is complimenting my my taste in music to me. J14. Hey, you is, know is those 14 year olds got great taste in music. These 14 year olds are listening to mumble rap. Hey, whatever. Don't even tell me that mumble rap is good. I don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little a little caveat. Uh, the reason why I call it parlay in the basement is we're going to have a conversation at parlay, and. The studio that we're in is in the basement. Yes. We should read the definition of parlay. So well, it's more of like a... Well, here's the iPad right here. So if you want to do anything, we, we have the iPad on the table for the purposes of uh, looking things up or um, conveying any conversations that we need to look look yeah, up or anything like that. So, um, so when we were thinking about what the name was going to be... Sorry, I can't talk and type at the same time. We we were looking up conversation. There were like uh, synonyms for the convert for the word conversation, and parlay came out. And um, um, we like basement because we're in the basement. Because originally the first the first the first word we were coming up with was basement or cellar or something similar. Yeah, because um, our our original podcast, which is the Porky Cast, was supposed to be called uh, the Podcast Under the Stairs. Uh, Which we're still bitter about that that wasn't. That's it. actually a, a horror podcast. I don't. I can't believe that. 
but so we was trying to figure out how to how do we do this and then my wife came in and i told her I'm like these are two words that we're thinking of parlay and basement we explained to her what parlay is which is parlay is uh basically a conference between opposing sides and dispute especially discussion or terms for armistice or to hold a conference with opposing side to discuss terms basically it's just like you know two people having a conversation trying to come together yeah so me and jonathan have a lot of the same views but also a lot of different views like i'm never gonna enjoy k-pop no matter how much he pushes it on me i'm gonna keep pushing though (laughs) um i mean like i can i can see where you're coming like it's not bad but i want to understand what these people are saying yeah and i'm not i don't speak korean is it Korean? Oh, we have cool K-pop. K-pop. Duh. I don't speak Korean. God, I don't know why I just blank like that. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm having one of those days. I had. I woke up with, a, well, I went to sleep last night with a migraine. And I woke up with a migraine. And all day I've been like absolutely just like the dumbest person ever because my brain hasn't gotten all the way together. I'm still looking up different words for parlay. Different definitions. definitions. Um, also, we picked parlay because I'm a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. And... I was really excited that yeah, and Karen that's Alley's it, like parlay that we can use that word in in my everyday life now. Awesome. Um, and so Carissa, my wife, came down and she was like, "Oh, a parlay in the basement, like a party in the basement." So that's why we have the poppy fun music in the beginning, and uh, and yeah. So basically, we're just gonna well, like we said on our Portkey cast um, when we announced it on there. If we're just gonna go with this and see how long we do it, and if we get listens, and this one's more, this one's more, we're probably gonna push more for listeners on this one um but it's just our conversation that we normally have oh Uh, parlay is also french for talk um yeah so i i i did take french in high school i did not take spanish or korean i didn't take i took spanish in high school that was it and jonathan is also cuban Cuban. and doesn't know any i don't know spanish so please do not ask me (laughs) to help me help you with my spanish homework (laughs) Uh, a lot of the kids I work with. Let's talk about ourselves for a second. Um, Alicia, go ahead and you know talk oh about God, yourself. I hate, what you I do hate, for a living, what you come from, your background, everything. First like that. of all, I hate doing this. This is like an interview right now, and that's like the worst part of interviews when people are like, "Oh, tell me about yourself," and I'm like, well, "What do you want to know?" That's a very broad topic. Um, but I can do a little bit. So, I'm from New Jersey originally. I move around way too much. So I've lived in five states. Four or five, five, no four. I've lived in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, Kentucky, Florida. Florida. So I moved from New Jersey to Philly, back to New Jersey to Kentucky, back to New Jersey to Florida, back to Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey is not something like everyone is probably like, oh, you keep moving back to New Jersey. You obviously like it there. No, I don't. I move back to New Jersey when I absolutely have no other choices or when I want to save up money to move somewhere else. And I'm sorry for any of my family who happen to watch this. This sounds really mean. It's not anything about you all. I just don't like New Jersey. It's too expensive. I would literally never be able to live comfortably like I do here and not have to be at my parents' house because New Jersey's way, way, way more expensive. I have most of my friends who aren't, you know, married are still living with their parents there or, you know, just getting their first apartments where my first apartment happened when I was 18 and I've had more apartments than I can count now. And yeah. you have a Kentucky necklace. Yeah, I've had this for a while. She, I've, she considers Kentucky home. Um, I've had this. I bought this when I moved to Florida 
and I came here to visit and I saw that and I was like oh I really like that and like it's just a little thing for you know for Kentucky because I do enjoy living in Kentucky Jonathan lives in Indiana so we're in Indiana right now maybe it's, I, like, it's on the border I feel like I always like think that I lived in Indiana and I have never lived in Indiana but it's like the same thing this area this area that we're in currently is called Kentuckyana so yeah it's take not that for what you want oh my god I was talking to <laughs> speaking of to veer off a little bit but that's the purpose of this podcast yeah. so we can do these these my friend veer-offs. my friend liz um she is from philly and well, the one who could have a job in louisville if she wanted one yes uh, she just got a promotion today so liz whenever you're ready to come out to kentucky your uh your building is like a half mile from my apartment and we can have anxiety together forever um <laughs> so she was talking about the controversy with the high school up in northern kentucky covington covington catholic yeah. yes um it's on the border of ohio yes well we were talking about that and she was like well honestly like these kids are, if no one knows what happened basically they went to dc and there was a video that was showing that they were being uh they were rude or antagonizing. They were antagon. They were saying that they were being racist and antagonizing these Native Americans, and they're saying it's not what happened, and uh, everyone else is saying it is. And whether that's true or not, um, I was just discussing it with one of my friends because it was something that I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I know this high school," and it really surprised me that um, that that's what it's being displayed as because I've met a lot of people from there because a lot of those kids go to U of L. And yeah. I've never had that vibe from any of the kids that I've met from there. So it just kind of like surprised me and took me off guard. And she said, well, I'm not really surprised. Kentucky's pretty conservative. And, you know, and I was like, well, I mean, like, it's right outside of Cincinnati. So, like, Cincinnati's another city that's like you wouldn't think of that. Yeah, you, don't think, you don't think of Cincinnati as being conservative. Yes. Yeah, so, like, you wouldn't really think of that. Like, I've been to Cincinnati many times and it's, you know. Most major cities are pretty liberal. Yeah. I would say. Um, and she was like, she's like, Cincinnati's in Ohio. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, are you talking about a different Cincinnati? And I was like, no, it's Cincinnati, like Ohio. And she was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And I was like, I was like, you know that the Cincinnati airport is in Kentucky. And she was like, no, I didn't know that they were anywhere near each other. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's like, it's like Philly and Camden or, you know, like, uh, New York and got even what is up Secaucus. <laughs> Secaucus. Where's Hoboken? Hoboken's up there too. Okay. I thought it was uh, up there. Yeah. I, I, you saw how much confidence I had when yeah. I said it. I was like, yeah. oh, Hoboken. Hoboken's <laughs> up there too. Uh, Secaucus is where like... What you, about... Um, Secaucus is generally where you take the train from. Like you, okay. that's the closest stop to uh, Penn Station. Where did we get it from when we went up that one time? Do you remember? I didn't go up with you. Oh, I was like, I went with that Josh and Nicole. And Nicole, yeah. I didn't, thank God I didn't go to that because it sounded miserable. Yeah, it was cold and rainy, and we were we kind of could see the. They went for New Year's. Oh yeah, at, we went for New Year's in Times Square, which is a terrible, if terrible you, idea. We were pretty far away, but if you kind of went like this, you could see the you could see the ball drop. Okay, so what happens at everyone like they don't really show this on camera, but basically what happens at uh, Times Square for New Year's is they rope you into little sections. Yeah, we were not and doing you that. Stand there, and you cannot leave that spot 
for the entire day and if you have to pee then you lose your spot and you have to go all the way to the back so like that's not the ideal situation for new year's and new york and new year's is very cold and it's very windy and you're basically in a giant wind tunnel because of all the buildings i would never want to like i've never done it and like as much as it seems cool the only way that i would do that is i would go to new york and i wouldn't go to times square i would go to new york and be at a bar for new year's and that's that's what we that's ended. That. That's what we ended up doing. We walked around New York for a little bit, well, and Nicole then wasn't twenty one yet, so she didn't have a good time. No, we. Oh yeah, that's right. She couldn't drink. Yeah, <laughs> but we still got in. Yeah. Um, we walked around for a little bit. We. Um, oh yeah, because we went to the to the to the when we went to Atlantic City, she couldn't gamble. That's another place I don't like is Atlantic City. But um, we walked around the city for a little bit. Then we found a spot where you could see the ball so we stood there for about an hour and then we we're like fuck this so we went to near madison square garden we went to a uh, a bar mm-hmm. and we were there for new year's and it was fine we had we had a good night mm-hmm. uh not the best news i had the best news i've had so far still was um i went to dc with my friend ryan and it was on a whim he was in i called him i was like hey man what do you i want to go right i want to go to dc so i called him and i was like hey man what do you and we lived together he just wasn't at home he, like he was mm-hmm. i don't know whether i thought it was in indy because he's from indy originally um and i called him and i was like hey man what are you what are you doing he was like oh, i'm in um I'm, I'm driving to baltimore and i'm like what the fuck are you driving to baltimore for and he told me he was like oh, i'm gonna be here for new year's and whatever and i was like okay i'm gonna go to dc for new year's i'll meet you there he was like Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So I fly into Baltimore, I pick him up, and we go to like the like the thirty first. I'm traveling on the on the thirty first. Mm-hmm. I fly to Baltimore, I pick him up. We go to DC for New Year's. We're hanging out on the um on the Lincoln Memorial steps, and uh, and we saw this. Um, we first we went to dinner. We had a really good dinner at some restaurant. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was really good, and they had like a deal for New Year's. Like you paid, I think it was like sixty bucks, and you got like. You got, you know, it's one of those specific menus, right? But the food was really good, and it was actually a really good price. Cause I think if we would have ordered that much food at that restaurant mm-hmm. on a normal day, it, it probably went like a hundred dollars, to be honest. Hundred dollars each. My whole issue with New Year's is that everything costs more money than it should. Well, it did, and in your situation, maybe it didn't. It did. I, I was pretty sure it did. I was like, this is a good deal. We should do this. Yeah, because uh, like because we were New walking around, around. we literally like parked somewhere, and then we were just walking around, and we saw this restaurant that was very, and we were dressed relatively decent you know we weren't mm-hmm. dressed like we weren't dressed places in suits in or nothing DC will literally a lot of places in dc if you're not dressed correctly you cannot come in oh yeah I remember like they used to have uh battle the capital like actually right around yeah. dc and uh we tried to go in after competition in our chili uniforms and a lot of places turned us down yeah they're very specific. well because you gotta think about it, that's yeah, where the, that's where the countries ran from and they have a lot of business people that are yeah. around there and like it's they, obviously like but like as cheerleaders leaving a competition we were like man we just want to eat like yeah what the hell so we all ended up with like mcdonald's or something well that um what happened next was we went to after we ate um like ryan hadn't been to dc since he was a kid so i can do the main things you need to see like the main like memorials and stuff in dc within an hour i could walk you from it's kind of go, i used to go to dc all the time because i dated a girl who went to georgetown mm-hmm. so i would go up to dc and while she was in class i just walk around um and so we did all that, and then we we decided to to bring in the new year on the on the Lincoln Memorial steps, all, you know. And so we're seeing there wasn't there was a good amount of people, but not too many people. And everyone starts counting ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yay, happy new year! And this Asian guy gets up, makes his girlfriend stand up. Oh no! He gets I'm down on one. Embarrassed. He starts <laughs> to get down on one knee, 
And she's picking him up, saying, no, 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 no. And he pulls out the ring. Oh, no. And you could see, like, it wasn't like a, like, it wasn't like a, oh, my God, he's going to do it. It was more like a, oh, my God, he's doing it. Like, you could tell it was a big difference. And so she just, like, he's, it was, it might have been, like, a minute and a half, but it felt like an hour. Oh, my God. Ryan and I are sitting there watching him, like, oh, my God, oh, my, because she's not saying anything. And she just has her mouth covered. And so finally, she just kind of, like, nods her head just a little bit. And he hugs her. Everyone's like, "Woo!" And then she and then grabs she probably him. Took him back to the hotel room. And was like, well, "No, nah, we're not doing that." You know how? Uh, if you've ever been to the Lincoln Memorial, underneath the Lincoln Memorial is like a little museum of how like it got built and everything like that. She like drags him into there. Like you see him run, like run around and drag him into there. <laughs> we were literally like, "That's so awkward." It was. It was. Pretty, it was pretty. It was pretty awesome actually. But it was. That was a good. That was a good New Year's. Uh, um new year's around here is like way overblown like everything's way too expensive you're like going to fourth street live i mean we did how the moon it was fun you did how the moon but you didn't do the bar crawl that they no, advertise where it's that. way too expensive and that was like, like that was like 175 dollars yeah, fourth street's not even popular anymore so like no it wasn't it, the same thing we see at Hollywood the moon every single time we go yeah is what you is saw. what you saw so we said let's bring in the new year's like yeah. that and, and it those was fun people were probably a freaking mess oh my god um yeah, for New Year's, I went to a Gatsby theme party, and uh, it was it was exciting. Like everyone was dressed as it. They had the it's on Whiskey Row, so they had like the the cellar with the Prohibition style mm-hmm. looking, and they had like barrels down there, and everyone looked so good, and I was all excited. And they had a freaking live band play covers of really sad songs instead of just going with 1920s music that you could have got on like you know for anywhere spotify just, itunes whatever yeah literally just let it play and everyone would have been happy no they had this lame freaking band that was so bad and all they did was play the saddest songs that you could ever think of it was it was bad no there's a there's a good cover band called rod tough curls in the in the in the bench press they go to uh, they're from chicago and they go to um bloomington all the time so uh, we used to go see and that's a big deal when they show up at, like bloomington loves this band so like when rod tough girls is coming the entire fucking college shows up these guys are old these guys are like my age oh, yeah. right and the entire fucking college shows up at bluebird i went to see i only got to see them twice but they went there at least in the four years i lived in bloomington i did not go to iu i just happened to live in bloomington for four years the four years that i lived there i saw them like three times I tried to see them. Like they went to, the, they went there like five or six times. I tried to see them every single time they went, but I only got to see them three times because they were sold out, and it was nuts. Like it was the last two times I went, I paid, I paid instead of paying twenty dollars for the cover, I paid fifty bucks, which got me a table. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a, a struggling college student. I have yeah. a job that makes money. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use it. So I bought um I bought a table so I could actually see them. But it was they're really good. They're a cover band. They're they're a lot of fun. Um I'm worried about live music because it's really hit or miss. Like either the band really is not hitting the mark with the crowd or it's great. Um It all depends on how many drinks people have. Unfortunately, I've been, had the the not so great experience too many times and did you have a live band for your for your wedding? No, we wanted to get Rod Tough Curls at the bench press, but they're like ten grand and we just, so we said no. Yeah, I'm. If I ever do that and get married, uh, 
no live band for me. My buddy live um, band is gonna be a strict no. I'm not into it. My buddy Mark Bryan, he uh, he DJ'd. I know who the, Mark Bryan is. Ah, <laughs> if you don't know who Mark Bryan is, Mark Bryan is. If you've ever seen the Bring It On movies, the music that they used to compete to the cheerleaders competed to mark bryan made that music mark bryan used to do all of my cheerleader music when i was at spirit explosion and uh i believe for my rec team also because my mom had that connection from coaching at spirit explosion yeah. for so long or new jersey spirit yeah, or he had um, south jersey lightning or you know my mom's original team name was south jersey lightning that was no. the that was the gym that she that she actually founded no yeah and now, um, and now she coaches at South Jersey Storm, and they are not interrelated in any way. I told him, uh, you know, I said, look, man, I'm going to invite you to the wedding, and I'm sure you're going to come. So you can you can either come and enjoy yourself with your family, or you can come and be the DJ. And he was like, well, more often than not, I like to, if I'm at a party, I prefer to be the DJ. I was like, well, then there you go. You don't have to be. I'm like, don't worry. They, they said they have somebody. And, you know, he was like, no, they're going to be a bad wedding DJ. So he came, and he DJed, and I was like, I was like man, just make it a party. Just have just have fun with it. We don't have like we have three songs that, that my Leave wife requested. Leave the cheesy stuff out. That's yeah, what I, we that's had what three I'd say. songs that the, that that are that my wife requested. You know, and the that normal, was it. Like three songs, like first dance. Yeah, kind of crap. Songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's normal. But as far well, as actually, like, our first dance, my friend Jordan Goldsmith sang. He sang "All of Me" by John Legend, which I didn't want him to sing, but that's what she wanted. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Why did we have to be so stereotypical? We're not a stereotypical couple at all." But maybe she's like that song. I mean, I can see it. It's a good song. Because you're a smart ass and that like, that's kind of your relationship, I guess. I don't know. But we had our friend Jordan sing it because he sang to her for our uh, engagement. Um, It's a great singer. He's really good. You're cheesy. He's a good guy too. I like him a lot. You're cheesy. I am. It was nice. It was a nice little, um, it was a nice little thing. So what we are going to do on this, on this podcast, other than just talk shit to each other, is we are going to have specific topics mine was newfound glory and huey lewis and we're the about Nerves. to go in on a rabbit hole with mine guys <sighs> so okay jonathan's was real simple because i didn't prepare anything so i was just talking <laughs> about what's on my mind this is literally just something that fell into my lap and i was just like <sighs> where's my flashlight there's on? gonna i mean i might as well get my phone because we're gonna go pretty deep down at this guys unplug leave my bank needs to leave me alone they keep emailing me saying that i enrolled in bill pay and i didn't I don't pay my bills. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I pay my bills in the normal way, not by their banking app. Um, okay. So, this is like a touchy subject to begin with, so I'm going to just like kind of stay in the middle as to like how it all came up. But um, it's vaccine related, and whether you are for vaccines and you or you aren't for vaccines, like that's your business and um my opinions and your opinions don't have to be the same because it's we don't know it's not illegal to not get vaccinated or vaccinated so i won't say which one i am because it's none of your business but i did come across a meme just because there's been a lot of uh, vaccine related memes that have been coming up lately and some of them are really 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 offensive and some of them are kind of funny and you know um but this one that came up was a tweet from someone, and it says, Balto didn't bust his ass across the Alaskan tundra in 1925 to get those vaccines for dying children for you to send your, your kids to school without being vaccinated in 2019. And 
regardless of my thoughts about this tweet per se, I am really into uh, animated movies, mostly Disney. I watch Disney movies all the time and like that may make me a five-year-old, but I have the movie Balto and I never realized that that's what that movie was about, that it was about carrying vaccines. Like I knew that he like, you know, had some long dog sled journey across Alaska and I haven't seen that movie in forever and I said I was going to watch it before we did this so I could compare it, but I didn't. Um, I knew you weren't going to. Dude, and like, I don't remember what, I, the last couple of days I've just been like going down rabbit holes, but um and the amount of people that have FaceTimed me in the last couple of days has been like absurd. Cool. You like, don't, you don't like to you. call people. You but only like to FaceTime people. But it's usually only you. And like, I feel like I FaceTime way too many people in the last couple of days. Um, but I did FaceTime Jonathan because I was trying so hard. I was not going to bring this topic up so that we had it to talk about. And then I got so far down this fucking rabbit hole that I was like, no, I have to call Jonathan right now because this is insanity. And luckily he had some kind of knowledge on the topic. But... Um, I will get into basically for anyone who doesn't know the story of Balto. I don't have the movie to compare it to because I didn't watch the movie again, like I said I was going to, and I also didn't watch the other movie that I said I was going to. But that's because it uh, was going to cost me money. And what's the other lazy. movie? Uh, I'll get there. Okay. That's that's like way down the line in my six-hour journey of Balto. This started out as Balto. Um, so I basically I was really really curious as to the whole Balto thing, and also for anyone who doesn't know me i'm like weirdly obsessed with alaska because i want to know what goes on there like what do people do in alaska when they live there what do you do what do you do i mean like that's completely different because they have like like a month of just straight up darkness they still go to work and stuff yeah i know that they go to work but like i don't even want to leave the house in the dark and i know that that like like for me, if it gets, that's part of the reason I don't like working nine to five jobs is because I feel like I'm going to the work in the dark and I'm coming home in the dark and I don't want to leave my house after that. I don't want to go grocery shopping. I just feel like it's too late. And like I go to bed really early because I'm like the freaking crypt keeper or something. But I go to sleep really early. Um, my job requires me to be in at work at 6 a.m. Um, so I'm like weirdly obsessed with Alaska. And every time I talk to my friend Carly about it, she's like, she literally is like, okay, like you really need to stop. So I am planning a, a trip to Alaska though next year. Um, My father-in-law went to Alaska. Did he? What did he do there? Fish. Where? What part of Alaska did he? I go don't to? know. All right. Not and not also, where okay. not where you're about to talk about now. Okay. Well, my obsession with Alaska also fed into this whole thing because this town in particular that that Balto was delivering the um, the vaccines to is is like particularly weird to me but so basically the story of balto is in 1925 um in nome alaska there was a diphtheria outbreak which is a disease that basically it kind of like sounded similar to extreme strep throat like your your voice gets real hoarse and you get like white patches in your throat but it can lead to like uh paralysis and um there's also like skin versions of it where you can get like lesions in your skin and i accidentally came across a picture of that and it was disgusting um so there was this outbreak and they realized that there was going to be an epidemic because all these kids in this town weren't vaccinated for it so they needed to get this vaccine but the only place that they had the vaccine was in anchorage which is by flight like 550 miles but there are n- no roads to this town in Nome, Alaska, because the um, 
the landscape in Alaska obviously isn't the greatest because it's mostly covered in snow and you know forest and yeah it's, mountains. it's not ideal to have a road there um so what they did was they had to they only had i think six days before this vaccine would go bad if it wasn't held in the correct conditions so they had about six days to get it from anchorage to nome um which was like unheard of the shortest distance that or the shortest time that they had done it before was like 10 days so they need to do it an extra quick way so they took the vaccine and put it on a train from anchorage to um i don't know how to say this this name it's like n-e-n a n e alaska it's like right outside of fairbanks n e n a n e i think that's what it was ninani ninani that could be it sounds like something they would have up there um okay so they took it to we're gonna say ninani it could be right um I apologize if we're incorrect it's a little bit outside of fairbanks um and then in this town they set up a dog sled relay basically where they would go and the team would take this vaccine on one leg of the relay and pass it to another and then pass it to another and this is where balto comes in to the story because he was on i believe the second to last leg um so they dog sledded this vaccine all the way to gnome and like to me that's like the most fascinating thing because like what the hell like you literally dog sledded stuff. Um, they, Balto ended up doing like two legs of the journey, which is pretty much how he got famous because he got the vaccine there sooner than expected and everyone made a big deal. And it was actually a big controversy apparently because the other dog was called uh, Togo or, to, or something similar. And he actually had the most dangerous part. Um, but basically there was a lot of controversy and... Um, so then, I got to the end of that. Mind you, remember this is this is a real story. Yeah, this is a real story, and I had no, I like, I feel like I knew that it was a real story, but I didn't know what actually happened. So this is what this is what actually happened. Have you looked at pictures of Balto. Yeah, he was he was decently cute. He was a husky. He was a yeah, Siberian cute. husky. They're very different. You can see how the evolution of how they've. Um, mm-hmm. They're very dark, and he's very dark, like a darker brownish, mm-hmm. almost. Um. Selective breeding, that's how it's it's crazy when you think about it, but continue, I apologize. Yeah, no, you can cut in whenever that's what we're here for. Um, so Balto, the hero of Alaska. Dude, I looked up this trail still exists and they still have dog races, like dog sled races from Anchorage to this town up this trail, which is kind of how I got more and um I was like, Okay, let me research a little bit about this town because I wanna know how they got themselves in the situation that there's no roads. It's 2019, and there are still no roads to this town. So you still cannot drive to this town to this day. A hundred years after this whole thing happened, you still have to. You can only fly there, which in Alaska, especially in 1925, you couldn't do because the planes weren't made for that. Um, even now, it's probably you know we we ground flights for less. Yeah. Um. So then I started going down this rabbit hole with Noam, and uh. Nome is a obviously a really small town and I was just looking up what goes on there and here is where we get to the part where Jonathan yelled at me because 
Gnome also has a very large um extraterrestrial ex- activity. Yes, they they have like more UFO sightings and random disappearances than almost anywhere. Here we go with the lights turning off. Uh Jonathan's well, this lights This happened this happened Jonathan's uh, later <laughs> than normal. Jonathan's lights like to turn off on us because he has it set on a uh motion sensor basically? yeah so what happens is that like after a certain amount of time it'll ask like oh it doesn't detect any motion because we have we have nests so we have some cameras and we have uh the nest alarm it's probably because i went upstairs and then you went upstairs i yeah, went upstairs it, like twice after and then, yeah, we then it upstairs. caught us yeah so typically it happens during the port key cast <laughs> but it did not happen this time so i'm just gonna go ahead and turn okay um okay google turn the studio lights to 100 percent, please Okay, setting four lights brightness to 100%. This happens to us all the time. Yes. Um, we also as we start talking about aliens. As we're talking about aliens, the lights start turning off. And Jonathan's yelling at me because he does not want this to be an alien <laughs> alien uh, podcast. And I have no problem with talking about aliens. I'm very okay, interested in extraterrestrial extra life. Everything leads to aliens. And Okay, so anyway, I'll go back. We'll get there. Because aliens. Have you ever seen ancient aliens? No. Because oh, this guy with crazy hair. Hold on. Continue. I'm going to show you. Okay. So, um, basically, I start looking and the, fourth, the, like, the fifth thing down, it says no molasses UFO. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. And I start looking it up and they have like an odd number of UFO sightings and random disappearances to the point where the FBI stepped in. And this was the other movie I wanted to watch because they made a movie called The Fourth Kind. Yeah. And... It's about that town. And this all happened within like six hours of research because I wanted to know about Balto. They use this guy as a meme all the time, but he talks about ancient aliens. Okay, so... um, And the whole thing with this um, podcast, Jonathan's wanted to do this for a while, and then I saw a podcast. And of course, they happened to start with aliens, and they like did a whole bunch of other things, and then they came back to aliens. So now Jonathan's convinced that I'm obsessed with aliens, but I just really find it interesting. I think I saw yeah, 2009. I think I believe I saw this movie. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, I'm gonna rewatch it though, just so I can I can know. The fourth kind, or yeah, the fourth one? kind. I believe I've seen the fourth kind. I have kind not before. seen it, and I've heard that it's like a psychological kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, because they talk on a couch as opposed to as opposed to like it's not like I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure I saw it because whenever alien movies come, I never cared about aliens growing up, right? Okay, me either. But now I find them fascinating just because, not that I think that they're are aliens that have already been on this planet but there's definitely something else out there like we're not the only ones there's nothing well there's when you no look at way. but it doesn't have to be that someone that's like, like us look at this bird look at this bird okay you can't tell me i think did you did you, did you post this earlier of something about alien life and it's like some bird with this weird yes. thing on his head look at it that thing that thing's a fucking uh and he like turns his head all the way around yeah that thing's a fucking alien <laughs> listen i don't know okay. I, I don't know per se like there's different types of aliens right you have you have the lizard aliens and you mm-hmm. have the grays and you have these these ones that are kind of like they they look like humans but they are like blonde hair blue eyes and like they have like a gold glow around them <laughs> there's like there's supposed to be like three types of aliens that are known to have visited earth right this is from the alien community i don't per se believe in this i don't also say here's my thing about aliens i don't know I don't know either, but my whole thing with the Alaska thing before we go way it's down aliens. The, before we go down way down the line with aliens because this is honestly I was researching Balto and I just thought it was an interesting topic and then I got to aliens. I'm so I'm sorry, um, but 
The top the, Alas- no the, Alaska. The name of this episode is going to be anti-vaxxer aliens? Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Um, so, if there were to have already been UFOs and aliens that came into the world and were in the United States per se, this would be the perfect location because it's cut off from all civilization. And if they started doing that thing where you know they're like you know blending into the people and they kind of do were to look like us, that would be the perfect place to do it because if someone just randomly shows up, who the fuck's gonna ever know? Yeah. So that could be like if that was a thing. I'm not saying it is or isn't because I don't really know where I stand with that. Um, I'm very middle of the fence about everything. Like I kind of see it either way. That would be the perfect place to do it because, like, they're not. No one's really gonna know. So it's fr- not like I'm gonna. Sh- they're gonna show up in the middle of New York City, and everyone's like, well, "Who the fuck?" Well, I guess New York City would still be like that too. But if they started trying to like blend into New York City, people would be like, "No, what the fuck? Like, who? Like, you're obviously aliens. Like, what are you doing?" Whereas Nome, Alaska, they can kind of. It's a smaller town. They can. They can work their way in. Well, the thing is, like, for me with aliens is, first of all, when I moved to Indiana, I'm originally from Miami. When I moved to Indiana, I thought for sure I was going to say aliens. Because, like, the fir- my first, like, week I was here and I saw how much nothing there is, I'm like, there's a fucking UFO out there. I don't know. There's for sure going to be crop circles around here. Yeah, because there's so much fucking corn and shit everywhere. I was like, oh, my God, this place is definitely going to be uh, a UFO heaven. But I don't know. If there's aliens or not, I don't. I you can you can show me f- some proof that you consider facts that I that I can per- I can go with you on that journey and say yeah this looks real. I just find time, it interesting. At the same time, you can show me stuff that t- that disputes it, and I'm like okay yeah that's true too. I think that if it happened here, if you and I are here today sitting here talking on microphones with fairy lights and iPads and recording this out to the whole entire population that anybody in the world can watch this. Right, mm-hmm. except in China because they have a different YouTube, so they don't get to watch this. Um, why, if it could happen here, why can't it happen somebody somewhere else? At the same time, okay, have there never been any other UFO sightings anywhere else other uh, than like? Uh, no, there's been UFO. I'm saying like if if this if we can evolve to this point mm-hmm. on Earth in our galaxy, why can't this happen at a different planet in a different galaxy? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see why it couldn't. Oh, and yeah. sure, maybe maybe they don't look like us. Maybe they don't they don't look like greys or the lizard aliens or something like that. Maybe they're not sentinel upright things like walking around. But have you ever seen fucking fish? Have you ever seen some of those fucking fish? If you did, if I didn't oh, yeah. know, like the the ocean fish, like the, yeah, like deep deep sea, sea ocean fish. Yeah. If I didn't know that they came from Earth, right? And oh, someone yeah, told me sure. that shit was an alien. They found that shit on Mars. Like if the Mars rover that just died, you know? Did you hear about this? Yes, and it was so, so sad. sad. <laughs> it Batteries was. low. It's getting dark. Oh, that's so freaking sad. Wally. Oh my god! Stop. Okay. But if that thing, if you put a, if Did you I tell you about this, that hold on, hold I, on. Oh wait, no. Okay, if you right. superimposed a picture, right, a fish, right, and somehow made it look, I don't know, Photoshop, whatever, from that thing, right, and a fish from the deep sea that we know, and we're like, bro, they came from here, I would believe it, because fish are crazy looking. Dude, there's so many species of fish that we have not found just because of how big and vast and deep the ocean is that like we're discovering new species every day so if we can't even find all the shit that's in our own planet what makes you think that we have are are even close to finding something I mean, that look at look at some animals we have too like obviously like this is how when people tell me that dinosaurs didn't exist i'm like have you ever seen some, have you ever seen an emu that's or have oh, you ever yeah, seen an ostrich sure. that's, have you ever, that's, there's a there's a 
go on with what you're gonna tell me about Wally. Let me show you this. Let me show you this oh, bird. It was just a random fact that I'm a huge Disney nerd and I have never seen Wally, and it kind of ruins my reputation. Oh, just say, it's really it's a really good movie. I just have I, you seen the Good Dinosaur? Yes. That's a good. That's, I told Carissa. Um, that that movie is really sad, actually. It is. I told Carissa that um, she needs um, tissues when we went to it because I heard that it was I heard it was really sad. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "It's a it's a Pixar movie." I was like, okay. And she's like, literally bawling. <laughs> I own it. So if you want to watch it again, tell me this doesn't look like a goddamn dinosaur. Well, yeah. Dinosaurs are especially like. Well, now, they come from birds. Yeah. They're, they're finding that they're more directly related to birds than anything. Did you see the other day that they found a dinosaur tail that was perfectly preserved in amber and it, yeah, had, with, it has feathers? Feathers, yeah. But I was like, look at this thing. This thing is fucking crazy looking. <laughs> This thing off the top of his head. I want to know what the purpose for this thing off the top of his head is, which is how we we're, know ta- we're talking about a, um, what's the name of this bird? A uh, uh, cassaway. A cassaway, all right. A well, cassaway from Australia. So They're blue and red. They got this giant, like, shark fin on their thing. Like, since we're on YouTube, we can drop links. Um, so it's a little, it's a little different because we have to, we have to go into the chat and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Well, if when we I can s- figure it out, then we can put some links in, um, not right now. I think we can do it in the chat, live chat, all messages. Yeah, we can do it right there. Okay, well it's a little late into it now, so we'll do it. Okay, later. so we'll we can do it in the bot. We can Australian do it. We can do it in the in the in the description. Yeah. When I'm done with when we're done, we can do it in the description. Oop, what did I just hit? No, that was you. Um, I didn't hit anything. It was me right here. Yeah. I was gonna say I didn't. Um, I, I want to know what this thing on there. This is how I do this because I see a picture of a bird <laughs> and I want to know what the purpose of a lot this, of it's for sex. This thing on his head. It looks like he's about to headbutt. It, like you know those old dinosaurs that they said had that thing on their head. The, oh yeah, to hit each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But when people tell me that dinosaurs didn't exist, I'm like, have you seen a cassowary? Have you seen this bird? That's. It looks exactly like that dinosaur. Have you seen a fucking alligator? God, now I need to pull up the dinosaur. Okay. So yeah, so back to aliens though, back to aliens. But so if you told me like, it okay, did we talk about the, I know it was Chris I talked about. Do you know what the time traveler's paradox is? So there's two paradoxes with time traveling, right? That, I, that I've heard. Um, there's one about aliens and one about like time travel. So I'll talk about the one about aliens second. So the time tra- traveler's paradox is if time travel was to exist, right? There's only so far back you can go before you, with all your diseases that you carry that they don't have vaccines for, would kill off the entire population. Not maybe like the whole earth. It would be like the Black Plague where it killed off a shit ton of people. Mm-hmm. And there's also so far before you can go forward in time before you find a new disease that you are not vaccinated for, you do not have an immunity for, or an antibody built up for before it kills you. So if time travel did exist, right? Mm-hmm. There's only so far back they could go, and only so far forward they can go. So it's saying like, oh, maybe maybe the strain of flu that we have today doesn't exist in forty five in the year forty five twenty three, right? So they can't come back to our time because they don't have vaccines for it anymore, hmm. right? So something like that. That's like that's like a, a thought. Okay. Then there's also the one that like any t- any UFO sighting. Yes. This is the for sure the answer. We are we are dinosaur. we are Ross Geller paleontologists here. <laughs> this is obviously this 
this dinosaur. Okay, uh, go ahead. So the other paradox is that any time travel, any UFO or aliens that we have seen, right, that have been documented, are actual time travelers coming back. That's the other Interesting. theory. That's the that other would, theory of it. That would be. And that's why they're experimenting on us to see like there's like a disease or something in the future that they that they that's coming from a str- like mm-hmm. that's like they're trying to find the carrier or that, so they can fix it. Um, that's that's another that's another theory that's been put out there. Of diseases that have pretty much like been played out that we don't really have anymore. Did you see the video of the one of the last living guys with an iron lung? Oh yeah. And how like. Basically, if polio comes back, we don't have anyone who knows how to work on that. No. So, like, they're basically going to have to reinvent the iron lung. This guy that's been, like, working on his iron lung is going to become friggin' loaded. Because he had, he had like, a mechanic, like, working on it. Yeah, he had a mechanic working on it, and he had no idea. He literally just, like, has been guessing, basically, yeah. to keep this guy he's like, alive. He's like, well, this is broken. And they don't, they don't have the parts. And then he's like... Yeah, they don't have the parts to, <laughs> to fix this, so they have to make the parts, and, like, they don't really know what they're doing, and no one... There's no instruction manuals, the yeah, companies that made them don't exist anymore. And, like, no one knows how to do it, so this guy's literally just guessing. So if this if polio were to come back, this guy would be loaded, because he's the only person who even, like, has a, this, the, faintest the faintest idea, idea of, of, how, of how, to, how it works. Um, yeah, polio's scary. Like, I've seen... Um, I've seen pictures and videos of people with polio, and it's not something I want to have. Oh, yeah, he said that he, within five days, he was completely paralyzed from yeah. the neck down. It's scary. That is terrifying. Like, five days, I've let sicknesses go later just because I don't feel like going to the doctor. Oh, yeah. I get a cough, and I'm like, whatever, fuck it. Like I said earlier today, I told you I had a pain in my stomach. I thought it was appendicitis. <laughs> and you were like, well, it's the end. I was Got like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if it, as long as it doesn't explode. That's the problem is I do that because healthcare now is so expensive. And like, I just don't even want to think about the money that I'm going to have to put out. Well, for me, it's not even about that because we have good health insurance. I know, I know your yeah. health insurance is going to kick in soon. Yeah, but I, like, I had good health insurance with when I was working with Chewy, um, and when I got bronchitis, which wasn't really bronchitis, it was literally just my lungs not working. All of my appointment and my medication cost me like thirteen dollars. Yeah. But as right now, like, I hurt my arm from I don't even know what, but basically, I think I. Uh, damaged a nerve in my arm because it hurts. Well, from my I'm gonna go down the virus. health insurance rabbit hole for a second, but even though we're falling far from aliens. Um, I don't think that. I don't think it's impossible for us to have a system, where. Okay, I for one, don't believe in universal health care because I don't believe in high taxes. I pay. Mm-hmm. I have a tax issue. I pay very high taxes because I'm self-employed and I don't like that. Right, because me taking my life into my own hands and creating. Uh, thing isn't health insurance. Why is healthcare so fucking expensive? To because because insurance makes it expensive. I understand. I mean, I understand. What? You need to tighten this up so you can move your thing up. No, it's good. Okay. I was trying to like move it around so I could see this yeah. crazy bird still. Um. But my issue is like. How much money is it going to cost me to get my arm looked at? Because well, like, I don't want to destroy my. When arm. you have when you have good insurance, right? Mm-hmm. You can you stuff like your doctor, your, like your doctor visits, like thirteen bucks. Everything's super cheap and and very affordable. But when so there needs to be a, a government system where um why is my literally this bird why is my sound on look at this thing that is literally the. Yes, we get it. That's literally <laughs> that bird. I keep finding more and more that I'm like wow. Um. 
like there is a system where it's like you can opt into it, right? Like, and it comes off your taxes, right? You you put your social security in, and it, mind you, you know your social security number was never supposed to be a situation where they use it as an identification, but that's a whole other tangent. I'll get on. Um, <laughs> you put your social security number, and you get X amount of dollars taken out out of your paycheck every single month, like a normal health insurance, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're on a national health insurance, like Medicaid or Medicare. You can call it whatever you want, right? And you give your card and that's it, right? It mm-hmm. comes right off your head. It's just like any other thing. Except this time it's government subsidized where they're using this giant government base to give to give like, you know, like any other insurance, how, how insurance works, right? A lot of people buy into it and that's what helps drive the cost downs of things, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how insurance works. And um, Potter Night, Louisville, February 23rd. I'm out of town. Um, oh, if wait, there, is that... That's this weekend. Oh, I'm out of town too. So if there wasn't, if there was a way to do that, I'd be 100% for it. But for you to tell me oh, that no, that's Saturday, I'm still now. Go ahead. Anyway. If, pe- if you tell me that, hey, we're gonna take taxes, we're gonna take your taxes, right? We're gonna t- we're gonna charge you three percent more in taxes, so someone who, so we can afford healthcare for everybody. All right, cool. We already do that. That's that's your. It comes out. It's Medicare, right? Your Medicare taxes come out. We already do that. But people who are perfectly healthy and working and their company just doesn't happen to offer health care, there needs to be a system where they can pay into it and they can get health care at a cheaper price. Because I've been on that end where I didn't have – I didn't have – I'm self-employed. So up until the fact that you know I, I got married and I got my wife's health care, I paid for my own health care out of pocket and it was expensive. Yeah, health care out of pocket expensive. It was expensive as hell. I didn't realize that that's how it was until like my first – uh, my first job that I was offered healthcare was when I was working at Jason's Deli and I was like well like maybe I don't want this coming out of paycheck maybe I'll just see like what my other options are hell no yeah my other options were ridiculous it was going to charge me like $300 a month for healthcare and like that's what happened to me with, with Obamacare when I first started making Jason's I was making 850 an hour yeah so like no that's never ever ever gonna work uh, but now the reason I don't have health care is because I'm just started a new job and I've only been there for three weeks and you kicks in after 30 days. Well, the, the, um, can we lower this? Yeah. It's hot. Low. I can also put it back where it normally is. Yeah. So it's not blowing directly on us cause I don't want to be cold either. Um, it was a heater. It's cold here. So, and we don't have any vents in here because it's sound cause it's soundproofing. So there's, uh, and we're in the basement. So it's already cold. It's already cold. Yeah. Um, so when I was on my own, right, I had Blue Cross and Blue Shield, and I paid sixty bucks a month, and I had great health insurance. Obamacare kicked in, and it jumped my, it kicked me from my Blue Cross and Blue Shield, and I had to pay two hundred fifty dollars a month for for something worse than what I was paying sixty dollars a month for. Yeah, I mean, so if there was a way to do that, to do like what I have a Blue Cross and Blue Shield for people who are self-employed and stuff like that and you know it's more of like a universal system but you should be able to opt out of it if you if your company offers healthcare is what I think. And I think companies to get a, companies should get a tax credit if they offer healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. People are not gonna like that because then you have like Amazon that doesn't pay any income tax as a company, right? Because they, they take advantage of all those tax credits that they that mm-hmm. you can do. But give these companies the ability to have a tax credit and they're gonna take it. Yeah. Because they would rather offer your offer employees health insurance than pay the tax. Because mm-hmm. then you're getting 
You're giving something for you're something. You're getting more employees and you're getting better employees because that's the things that they're looking for. Exactly. You're um, getting something for what you're putting into it. I, I interviewed at a place where uh, it's a new company and... The cake pop company? Cookie Dough Cafe, yeah. Okay. Uh, their, their owners are very young and uh, they are both 25, so they're still on their parents' health or healthcare, so they haven't had to worry about, um, you know getting health insurance for anyone and everyone that works for the company is turning 26 this year and they have like they had nothing in place which was one of the reasons that I was like iffy about taking the job because I was like well I don't know when you're going to have this actually set up and like I I I do need health insurance as much as I don't want to pay for it because it sucks if something happens I don't want to pay for that either yeah I mean I had no problem paying for my own health insurance it was just very expensive yeah it's expensive it's it's, it did not make it affordable. No. It made it affordable for people who are, who really need it to be affordable. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I'm not rich. I'm very middle class, and it made it very expensive for me. Mm-hmm. So to have to have my wife on it, to have my wife on it, and there was like a there's like a logo back here oh. that I was feeling. So to have my wife on my insurance and to have a kid, like I don't have a kid right now, but to have a kid, to have them on that insurance, it all of a sudden got extremely unaffordable. Yeah. So the Affordable Care Act was not affordable to certain people, yeah. you know? Nothing, and, you know, they say stuff like people like me. works for the middle class well, the very is, well. Pe- people like me in the middle class normally aren't self-employed. They're normally, middle class people are normally, uh, you know, under, you know, under some big company or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm, I'm the, I'm the, the, the anomaly to the, or the, the, what do they call it? You can't use anecdotal evidence to, to support arguments. And I was the anecdotal evidence. But okay, back to back to aliens. Aliens need healthcare too. I mean, <laughs> if they're here on this planet and they're getting <laughs> <laughs> They're here on this planet already. If you are among us, um, first of all, you can tell me because I'm not gonna tell anyone. I'm cool. I for one welcome my alien overlord. I ask you a shit ton of questions. Other than that, like I don't care, like you go and do your own thing. So, the thing is like what's Saint Lawrence Island? I don't know. What is Saint Lawrence Island? I don't know, but it's near Nome, Alaska, which is right near Russia. Yeah, Nome, Alaska is very close to Russia. I don't understand why. Um, I say I'll do a little bit more research and see history and stuff I'm more into. But um, Russia gave up Alaska for like dirt cheap, like cents on the dollar. Okay, honestly, I mean, I guess most of Russia is probably the same way. But Alaska is a shitty place to build, and it's they're got talking about uh, tons of oil. Um, you know, most of Alaska isn't. You can't develop it because if the summer doesn't get hot enough and then it gets cold fast enough the layer that was there already becomes permanently frozen it's called permafrost yes and then you just can't fucking use that like what can you build on that ice rinks (laughs) all of alaska is a giant ice skating rink um but yeah so that trip that i wanted to take or that i want to take into alaska next summer i can't go to nome because i'd have to freaking fly there that's just gonna. Could you fly into Nome, not from Anchorage? Could you go from like California uh, to Nome? It looks like that because I did look into this too. It looks like the airlines that flies into Nome is Alaska Airlines. So mm-hmm. yes, I I feel like I could fly into that from. I'm pretty sure that Alaska flies out of Louisville, doesn't it? I've never seen it, but maybe out of Indy. Maybe I'm I barely ever fly out of Louisville. So, um, but yeah, I feel like we could fly there out of here, but. Uh, me and my friend actually wanted to do like 
basically like a really long road trip and like do a whole bunch of different states and then up through Canada and just to like it would take like obviously a long amount of time to do but it was just a thought one of the things that I want to do in that same sense is I want to go to um, each state capital and do a video on the capital itself I know that's you just get some boring shit in there yeah that's my that's my history side uh, I just want to Frankfurt what the the capital. I just want to do the capital building, not the city. Okay. Like the capital buildings. I want. I want people to. I want videos of the cap. Because I went to ten. I went to Nashville and I had to get some um, some some B roll. So I got it on. The, I went to the capital building, right? And this mm-hmm. is it's the Tennessee State Capitol, and it's a really pretty building. I'd like to know what the inside is like and stuff like that. And I've been to the the capital building in D.C. and I've done the capital building tour and stuff like that. I'm like, man. So my idea is. If I do each state and, you know, I put them on YouTube and so kids can go there and learn about the Capitol buildings, right? I do a couple. I start, you know, I start around here, like Kentucky, uh, Indy, Ohio, right? And then I can use those as like, um, you know, hey, look what I can do for your, for your capital. Oh, well, how much is it going to cost? Nothing. Just give me access to, to give me all this information and give me access. Let me fly my drone, all this kind of stuff, right? And... Um, and then eventually, like, I can go to the state capital and be like, "Hey, look at what I've done for all the city, all the city, all the states, you know, not the state capital, the the, nas- the nation's capital," and be like, "Let me do something for, you know, our capital, the the the, the national capital." Mm-hmm. And then people are like, "Oh, well, can you come do like the Washington Monument? Can you come do the, you know, this and that, blah blah blah." And actually, you know, like, I have all these things. Um, some capital buildings are really pretty. And some are really ugly. I'm sure. Like New Mexico's. Look up New Mexico's uh, Capitol building. It is gross. Why do you have you looked up New Mexico? I wanted to see what every building looked like. Oh so I went to I, I googled every single state Capitol building to see what they look like. Holes? Oh no 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 no! I go down them too. Hawaii's isn't nice either. Hawaii isn't nice either. No. That's depressing because I really, well, I mean, it's a Capitol building. I mean, it looks like a building in New Mexico. Right. But then when you look up something like, um, so that's their state capital, right? Mm-hmm. But then you look up something like, um, we'll just go to Nashville because we're talking about. I was looking at the map because I didn't realize how far Argentina is from the equator. And I always thought that it was like. Real close. I not I don't, I don't always assume that that was like a place that was, you know, hotter. Do you want to go to Argentina? No, I was just looking at the map. <laughs> Things that interest me. I don't know. So, so you compare it to this. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's very stately and and like. I mean, that's what you assume capital buildings look like. Yeah, and then you, but then you have that one. It looks just like an office building. Yeah, it does. Oklahoma's is weird too. Oklahoma State. Capitol building. Oh, maybe it was in Oklahoma's. No, Oklahoma's is nice. Who had a weird one? Probably like Montana or something. Oh my God. Did you know that there is a petition to sell Montana to Canada? To Canada, yeah. <laughs> to get rid of some of our <laughs> Montana's a nice state. I've never been there, but I've seen pictures of it. It's I mean, beautiful. It's beautiful. Like pretty parks and stuff there yeah but like what goes on in montana that's that's one of the things they that says that there was sure something that like um one i saw a thing about it, it was like it was like an article and it was like 
you know, can we throw in a Dakota? And like, well, which Dakota do we throw in? And someone's like, North Dakota. And it's like, no, that's where the monument is. That, uh, I can't even think of it. That the president's on it. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Well, it's been an hour and 15 minutes. Should we end it there or should we keep going? I don't think we, we never set a time limit for this. Yeah, we never set a time limit. We were just kind of going with it. We didn't really plan any of this out, honestly. Okay, so episode one is anti-vaccine aliens, question mark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> aliens, if you want vaccines, we can give them to you. And if you want to come be my friend, I will literally not tell anyone. So, And we're going to try to keep these away from uh, aliens. But I swear to God that a lot of things come back to aliens. And I talk about this a lot, especially like as far as what in the in the universe i believe in well here's what i'll here's what we'll do okay if you've made it this far if you're still watching if you're still listening we will try to have more um every week we'll try try to come to the table with a subject at least one subject and we will go down whatever rabbit hole it takes us we don't know what that subject is yet but we'll we'll do that man i actually had a, a decent amount for this week you did i didn't all i talked about was a band that released an album today I don't know how, uh, but I mean, you also work from home. So I like, I've been coming across people all week that are like, just tell me something random. And I'm like, yeah, I don't see people. Like, that's honestly where I got most of my topics from were people at work. Okay. Well, or Facebook. With, with that, um, we're going to end it there. Thank you so much for tuning in on the very first uh, episode of Parley in the Basement. If this, uh, if you really enjoy this podcast, please give it a, a like share a comment on uh on whatever platform that you're listening to us on we will tag me in it um and yeah just you know just keep listening if we disappear one week uh it's because we realized that it wasn't going the way we wanted to go and it, it is what it is yeah but hopefully we don't hopefully this becomes a a weekly occurrence and you enjoy listening to us but thank you so much bye